All right, Alexander, we have another indictment of uh, former U.S. President Donald J. Trump. This one is uh, different, and it seems that it's more serious because it's federal. At least this is how I understand it. It's a federal indictment. It's basically Joe Biden, the Biden White House, the Biden DOJ, going after a political opponent in, uh, in the leading a GOP presidential candidate, uh, Donald Trump. And this has to do with the classified documents that uh, he took to Mar-a-Lago. And um, the understanding that I've always had all my life with regards to a president and classified documents was that a president can declassify documents and uh, take the documents with him as he wishes at his discretion. I guess in the case of uh, Trump, that's not true, at least according to the Biden DOJ. Trump has to go through some sort of process or procedure, and now they're going after him. This is huge news because uh, from now on in the United States, you can uh, go after your political opponents. A president can now go after former presidents, and, uh, and this is where we are with the U.S. Uh, Trump said in a truth social statement and a video he put out that America is in decline and uh, he is 100% right. I'm afraid you're right on all counts. Now, briefly, I mean, I haven't seen the indictment. I don't think it's been published yet, but um, I, I, I have never heard of anything like this happening before in um, the history of the United States. So I think that's the first thing to say. Secondly, you're absolutely right. As I, my understanding has always been that the president has absolute discretion to declassify any information that he wishes. It is his absolute constitutional right. He is, bear in, bear in mind, as president, he is the only elected member of the executive. I think that's the, that's the important thing to say. Every other official in the executive branch serves at his pleasure because he is the person who has been elected by the American people. They have not. So as the elected official, he has the right, um, they're there to serve him. They classify information, which is, of course, they do so, in effect, implicitly under his instructions. And, of course, he has the right, therefore, to declassify. That has always been my understanding of this. And... Um, it's all based upon suggestions that, you know, he removed these classified documents, took them with him to Mar-a-Lago, kept them in a safe. Apparently there's seven counts in this indictment. I haven't seen what these counts are. But um, the uh, view is, as far as I understand it, that he shouldn't have taken them. So that's already some kind of a violation because these documents are classified. Nobody, of course, tells us what's in these documents. All sorts of stories that some of these documents compromise national security. It's unclear how and it's unclear in what way. And the information that we were given previously didn't really seem to hold up very well. And then they came and they searched uh, his residents at Mar-a-Lago. We talked about that at the time. We said this was, again, an disturbing thing that happened, that they just marched into his residence and looked for things. And then subsequently, we now have this indictment, and they say that there's, I think it was 15 more boxes of, class of documents, some of which were classified. And on that basis, they're going to bring some kind of obstruction case, or that's what it looks like. It all looks to me incredibly threadbare, 
and frankly abusive. And of course, he's not just a former president of the United States um, and a person who was a serving president of the United States when he presumably made the decision to keep these documents, but he is also the first, he is the, he is the likeliest person by far to win the Republican Party's nomination next year. So what the Justice Department has done and the FBI have done, but of course the FBI come under the umbrella of the Justice Department, what the Justice Department has done is that it has inserted itself into the political process. It has inserted itself into the electoral politics of the United States. And as you absolutely correctly say, it is a Justice Department whose head, Merrick Garland, is the Attorney General appointed by the sitting President of the United States, who is Joe Biden, who is President who is former President Trump's political adversary and opponent. So you can spin it however you wish, you can discuss it in any way you like, but this is an indictment made by a Justice Department controlled by Trump's opponents and at the same time which has no precedent in American political history. And of course, we've had instances of other presidents and vice presidents, including, of course, Joe Biden, removing classified documents, keeping them all over the place. Of course, in Biden's case, they were all over his garage and all that kind of thing, next to his Corvette, all of that sort of thing. Nobody has ever been indicted in these sort of cases before. And there's been a, somebody's done a, I think, rather interesting tweet about, you know, recent big cases in the United States, big cases that didn't happen. He gave a whole set of examples of famous instances, you know, Epstein, uh, Durham, all of those things where there were investigations and not a single person has been charged or, or, or convicted with anything. And here they come after Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean... The list is endless. Uh, Iraq, WFDs, uh, Abu Ghraib, uh, Libya, um, Benghazi, Hillary Clinton server, Epstein. I mean, I mean yeah, the list is exhaustive. Uh, they're they're going to do everything in their power to prevent Trump from uh, getting the nomination. And I think this explains why people like Nikki Haley and Pence and even Christie, they're saying, is going to run for Republican uh, a candidate for president. Uh, I think this explains why they're they're involved in this campaign, because uh, the word, it, it, the way I see it, the word is out in D.C., probably in these circles in D.C., that uh, they're going to to prevent Trump from uh, getting the nomination. That's That's how I see it. I mean, they're going to use lawfare to stop Trump. Yes. Now, lawfare is, is an expression I never heard of until a few years ago. And I believe there's a website called Lawfare. In fact, I know there is because I've read it, read it, read about it. And to be frank, I find the whole concept absolutely horrifying. I mean, the, the whole idea about the administration of justice in a constitutional state especially one that aspires and considers itself to be democracy, a democracy, 
is that the administration of justice is or should be impartial. It should be, it should be determined impartially, without um, partisan involvement in it. Now, that might be more you know, an, an aspiration that is not always achieved, but in the United States it always has been, so far as I am aware, an aspiration that has been largely met. This time, as you absolutely rightly say, we see that, once again, where Donald Trump is concerned, all the rules are thrown out and we have him being indicted in circumstances where no one else has ever been. And bear in mind, this isn't the first time they've done things about Trump which have never been done before or even believed they could be possible before. He was impeached after he left office. I mean, I always question whether such a thing was even possible. And now he's been indicted, as I said, for something which previous presidents and officials have done. And, of course, selective prosecution, especially when it's politically driven, is uh, always considered to be abusive prosecution, or at least it has been considered so in countries like the United States in the past, which function on a rule of law basis. Everything changes for the U.S. now. Everything changes. Absolutely. For the US. Um, all of this is happening at the same time where you have, uh, uh, you should have a scandal for the current president, Biden, with regards to Burisma and Christopher Wray and a document which allegedly uh, shows that uh, they received a $5 million payoff each, uh, Biden and his son, Hunter Biden, from Burisma, so Burisma can... Can, uh, can obtain some sort of energy contracts or energy rights, and they had to get rid of Shokin. And there was the famous video from a few years back where Biden uh, gloats about uh, having uh, Shokin, the, the prosecutor in Ukraine, removed. And there's this whole uh, scandal from a whistleblower, from what I understand is very reliable, uh, this person has actually received, received payments from the FBI for previous uh, information, and Christopher Ray refuses to uh, to hand over a document, which, once again, it's my understanding that this document, which shows all of these uh, transactions, is not even classified. At least that's how that's that's the last that that I read about it. I'm not sure, but here we have Biden in in a corruption scandal once again with Ukraine. All roads lead to Ukraine. Yeah. But, of course, the point is that he is the president of the United States currently, who is supported by the White House bureaucracy, who is supported by the entire machinery of the American government, who is supported by the media, who has the support of the Democratic Party, who has the support of most of the dominant fund holders. So, of course, what he does is a matter of no interest to any of these people because he is somebody who they support. But Donald Trump, by contrast, who is, who is an outsider, is perceived and treated entirely differently. I mean, that, as far as I'm concerned, is the only reality that one can that you, you can find in order to explain this. And of course, he does explain it. Now, what happens? You're, first of all, um, I think it is an established constitutional principle that you can go to prison if Donald Trump is sent to prison, which would be 
an insane thing to do, but, you know, we are, as you said correctly, in uncharted waters now. Um, even as a convicted prisoner, you can actually stand for nomination, stand for, for a political party, stand for the presidency of the United States. And there have been instances where it's been done in the past. Now, whether they would find some way to try and prevent it happening in this case, I don't know. I don't know whether they'll even get a conviction. I think much more likely what we're going to try and see is going to see an enormous protracted pattern of legal claims brought against Trump. This will only be the first, by the way. We'll probably have the Georgia case following fairly soon. You know, the one about the telephone call uh, um, in which they tried to say that he gave, tried to put pressure on the, was it the governor of Georgia? I can't remember. It was the governor or another official there to find more ballots, which is an extraordinary, I mean, it's a misreading as far as I'm, complete misreading, misrepresentation of that telephone call. But anyway, they're going to try and bring all kinds of cases against him. They're going to try and keep these cases running right through the nomination and election process. Sooner or later, inevitably, this will go to the Supreme Court of the United States and the Supreme Court of the United States, I still presume, will throw all of these cases out because there is no basis to them. But the idea is not so much, I think, to imprison Trump as to get him bogged down dealing with all of these legal cases. And of course, the risk they run is that what it will do instead is that it will rally support to Trump, give him massive publicity, make him again the media star that he has been in the past, but has been less so at present. And of course, if it turns out that way, and this thing starts to gather momentum, given how far they have gone with these indictments, can they realistically stop? Can they realistically let go? They will probably find some other means to try to stop him being elected. Because it seems to me now that this is what this has all become now. It has become a project to stop Trump being re-elected. Whatever you do, whatever mechanism you use, don't worry about due process. Don't worry too much about the law. Don't worry too much about the protections in the Constitution. Find some means, whatever it is, to prevent this man being re-elected again. So they're going to... This is, this is one thing that they've done. There'll be other indictments. There'll be more legal cases. But they'll be looking for other methods to try to prevent him if those don't work. Now... You're absolutely right also in what you said in your first point. What they have done is being used against Trump, but of course it now provides precedence. It can be used against other people. So if someday the Republicans gain control of the White House, and if the person who gains control of the White House is a less forgiving man than Donald Trump up to now has been, well, there is no reason why the Republicans can't use these methods against Democrats. And this is disastrous for the United States. It's a catastrophic thing. We could have people like, well, Obama being impeached. No particular grounds to impeach him, maybe. He was president a long time ago. 
But if you have a two-thirds majority in the Senate, or even if you don't, you can still push him through a process of impeachment, just as they did with Donald Trump after he left office. Or you could start bringing indictments against your political opponents, provided you are in control. You can now do that. And that is absolutely catastrophic. Now, I'm going to give an example of what happened to another republic. In fact, the republic, the country which coined the expression republic, which is the Roman Republic. In the second century BC, there was a man called Tiberius Gracchus, Roman politician. He tried to carry out various political reforms in order to benefit. Well, actually, they weren't political reforms. They were economic, social economic reforms to benefit the poorer strata of Roman society. He came up against the opposition of the Roman deep state. There was a massive power struggle. He was effectively blocked and all kinds of tensions spilled over and over the course of those. In a riot, he was killed. And that started a whole process because the Roman constitution was used in a completely wrong way to stop what he was trying to do. That created a whole series of crises which eventually culminated in the collapse of the Republic and in a civil war. So it seems to me that we're not quite there with the United States, but that's the direction to which we're heading. Yeah, and I agree with you. They can't turn back. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to take this as far as, as far as they can take this in order to prevent Trump from... Uh, from getting the nomination. So they're not going to be able to roll anything that they've done back as far as uh, these indictments are concerned. They're going to pile on more and more and try to the bog Trump down. But, I mean, what this is going to do is it's just going to polarize the United States even more because you are going to have a lot of support uh, hardened and strengthened for Trump. It's going to galvanize a lot of the America First uh, MAGA support that Trump has, and he's going to that's going to that's going to just get that's going to strengthen, and maybe it'll grow as well. Maybe you're going to get a lot of independents as well who are going to say what they're doing to this man is wrong, and this is dangerous, and why are they going after him? He must be doing something right if they're going after him. So I'm sure you're going to get some independents and libertarians uh, as well. But you are going to have a large portion of the population in the United States which is is going to support these moves from Biden and the media is going to to um, to, to discuss these. Uh, they're, they're going to approve of these moves, I want to say. They're going to approve of what the Biden White House is doing and they're going to try to justify what the Biden White House is doing. And there is a large part of the population in the U.S. which despises Trump. It's going to, it's going to approve of these moves. It's not going to care about what precedent this sets. They're... they're they're traveling along the same path that the Biden DOJ and the Biden White House and the DNC is traveling on, which is we don't care what damage we do to this country. We must stop Trump at all costs. And there's a large part of the U.S. population that subscribes to this thinking and this ideology. And so you're going to have a U.S. that is going to be even further divided. I, I completely agree. Of course, by mind, when Biden became president, he said in his inauguration address that he would be the unity candidate <laughs> we see that he is not the unity candidate and in fact that's exactly what's what's going to happen i mean you you, you summed it up exactly because 
This is what happens when partisan conflicts spiral out of control, because you're quite right, it will consolidate support amongst a lot of people for Donald Trump. They'll be able to see exactly the same things that we've been talking about in this programme, the fact that nothing like this has ever been done before, that all sorts of people who you know, perhaps were more deserving of indictments and criminal prosecution than Trump has been, have never been indicted. I mean, you mentioned Hillary Clinton, one case amongst many. I mean, the business of the server. And we've had reports from Michael Horowitz, the, um, the Inspector General of the FBI, who himself said that the FBI handled uh, the Hillary Clinton case entirely badly and completely wrongly. So we have all of that, uh, uh, we have all of that sense that many people will have that they're picking on Donald Trump, the person who these people support. So we're going to see a hardening of positions there. And of course, we're going to see all of the Donald Trump's opponents, and there are many of them. And as you absolutely rightly say, there are tens and tens of millions of people who, for whatever reason, have developed this intense antipathy to Donald Trump. They will also consolidate, and this will strengthen their belief that there is something sinister and wrong about this man, and that he can't ever be allowed to hold office, and that he should be in prison, because they don't quite know the reasons why, but they will harden their belief that this will make them even more determined to keep him out of public life and put him in prison. And of course, what you're also going to get over the next couple of months is all sorts of so-called legal analysis, <laughs> all sorts of people, uh, you know, you can already think of the names, all kinds of people who write about, you know, law, and they will be trying to find elaborate and complicated arguments why all this is somehow um, justified in constitutional and legal terms and doesn't actually create any serious kind of precedent at all. You should be extremely careful, by the way, of that kind of legal analysis. Um, I, my opinion isn't really legal analysis at all, but, you know, I'm not going to go there. So we're going to have all of this. The divisions of the United States are going to get greater. Um, the respect for the legal system is going to collapse or decline. The media, respect for the media is going to decline as well. The institutions of the United States, which people believed in, are going to become disrespected. And bear in mind, the people who are going to disrespect those constitutions those institutions the most from this point onwards are those very same patriotic, conservative, middle-of-the-road people who were previously the ballast in the electoral ballast in the American political system, the people who historically have defended these institutions most intensely. So we're going to see a massive crisis in the political system and it's going to evolve and grow and I have to say I am extremely worried for the future of the United States. Yeah, a very dark day. A very dark day. In the United States. Yes. Yeah. All right, we'll leave it there. Uh, the Duran.locals.com. We are on Rumble, Odyssey, BitChutes, Rockfin and Telegram and go to the Duran shop. 10% off. 
Use the code. <laughs> Good day. Take care.